Uh, test one, two. Test one, two, angry outburst. What a beautiful introduction. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Carl is calling from, he's a comedian, a uh, New Jersey comedian, and he's calling from New Jersey here on February 3rd. It's our live show, 2019. Very cold around the nation. I'm here in sunny San Francisco, nice and wet San Francisco, in the mutinyradio.fm studios where we always stream live. Every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube, Carl. uh, And we want you to listen to our podcast and watch along. This movie, the point of let us watch a full-length movie is that there's some movies, Carl, you cannot watch alone. They're so fucking bad that you need somebody in the room just just so you guys could hold hands. And uh, what's the movie today? Today, we are watching Ghosts Can't Do It, 1989. Ghosts Can't Do It. From 1989, a movie so Mm -hmm. terrible, you will thank this podcast that you have Mike and Carl to be in the same room with you, (laughs) because it is horrible. Horrible. Rated R. Rated R, yes. uh, NSFW. For lots of Bo Derek nudity. Bo who, Derek? Mm Mm-hmm. Bo who, Derek? Bo Derek. Uh, yeah, oh, from Bo Tommy Derek, Boy. number 10, she's going to be naked a lot. Okay, uh, I'm ready. And this is directed by her late husband, John Derek. So why don't we get our uh, countdown king, our commander of counting, our, uh, I can't think of anything oh, else, yeah, well, Colonel um, Counter. So <laughs> oh. Everybody should go to YouTube, put in Ghost Can't Do It. I don't think you need 1989. And the one I choose is Corey, the... Corey Semple? S-E-M, right. All right, S-E-M-P-L-E. Countdown, Paul Brumbaugh is here. His podcast is called Edge of Insanity. If you listen to MuniRadio.fm Live, he is the show that precedes us. And we'd love to have him here because he will give us the countdown. Go to YouTube. Go to Ghost Can't Do It, uh, Corey Semple. And uh, hit pause. Make sure it's on zero, zero. And at the countdown uh, from Paul, we want you to hit play, the little triangle, and join us to watch this horrible movie. Awful. <laughs> All right, here we go. Good, good to hear you, go, Carl. Well, here we go, guys. And in three, two, one. Ah, oh, Brumba switched it up a little bit. Very subtle from the Brumba. He's got money on the Super Bowl. That's why. I'm like a pro. I'm like a pro. <laughs> Just come in like a rock star. You guys enjoy every bit of this movie because I will. Thank you. All right, well, <laughs> Mark, man. He's leaving. That's why he's so. Excited. No, I won't. I'll, I'll, I'm going to be watching it all the way home and make sure I'm tortured to death. Yeah, make sure. But that I'm going to make sure I do it simultaneously with you guys here. So. All right. Sounds good. Paul's good in the rhythm of the things. He's going to be in his Uber car. 
watching Bo Derek. His Uber car. How German of you. It's a really cool souped up car. Yeah, it's like so Uber. It's you know you ever know the superhero Uberman? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so we're seeing Wyoming. Wyoming? Yeah. And with uh, their horses, they're Roman. There we go. Wyoming. Ghosts can't do it. What a horrible font. And like yeah. in A Star is Born with Judy Garland, we're seeing photographs like Le Jati, 12 Monkeys. <laughs> we're seeing photographs of images to start off our movie. And, the photographs, and they're, I guess, sepia toned. It's like not black and white. It's like brownie and white. It's yeah, you're sepia. right. It, they must have used the sepia tone filter from 1989 to uh, get that effect. <laughs> they actually sepia it. Uh, right. for real. And then the, the graphics are very 80s. It's kind of but like punk rock. But the sepia tone goes away right away, and we're into the regular movie, which is sepia toned. We hear dialogue over photographs. <laughs> It's Native American stuff, oh. which isn't relevant to the movie, so it was a dumb choice. Oh, here we go. Finally, some live action, some full-length moving. There's Bo on a horse. She looks good. Yeah? Yeah. No, well, she looks good in this film. She's very sexy. The thing is, you can see she's a little older. This is like 1989 and... You know, Bolero is way over ten. Is way well, over right. Well, Bolero, Jesus, have you ever seen Bolero? Um, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah well, I very well could have seen it. Okay, so here, Scott, who is uh, like the husband, and he's also Anthony Quinn, by the way, is uh, having some sort of heart trouble. Yeah, he's having a heart on. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do when you get a heart attack, Carl? What's, this, what's our steps? Well, uh, looks like he's doing the hokey pokey right now. <laughs> so when I get a heart attack, I should do the hokey pokey. Um, yeah, you got to put your left foot in. <laughs> then you put your left foot out. And then you put your left foot in. All right, I'm ready. Well, she's so, helping him by taking his jacket yeah. off. She's roughing, them, roughing, her, roughing I, the passer here. I bet he won't even tip when she puts the coat away. <laughs> is this a happy ending heart attack? Is he going to die up front? Or is he looking for his wallet? What is, what is he doing? Oh, my God. He, <laughs> he doesn't need to look for his wallet because this is a man, is a billionaire. Now, this is 1989, and prices are about 10% less back then. So therefore, he's, it's pretty ballsy for uh, John Derrick to say that he's a billionaire. That's like the richest guy in the world in 1989. He's, he's got it all. He has, uh, well, Anthony Quinn in 1989, and or at least in this movie, is 89 years old? I'm not sure. It Definitely, this is one of his last roles. I think that he died in 2000 or 2001, and he was in Last Action Hero. That was his last move. Right, that's right. That was a cameo appearance. It was funny. Though. You pull a 360. <laughs> <laughs> but a Quinn, 180. So, but Bo Derek was, I don't know how old she was in 89, but there's an age disparity in their marriage. So this billionaire has it all. Millionaire. Right. 80s millionaire. Well, I think they're making a parallel to real life, of course, with the age difference here. Right. Definitely, you're right. 
Look at these uh, tough Let's cowboys. see. John Derrick was a real actor at one time. He was in All the King's Men. He was in The Ten Commandments in 1956. That's very famous. Uh, yeah, very famous film. He was Joshua. You know, they got it wrong. There's a lot of factual. First off, it's Nine Commandments. I don't know if you know that. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. The 10th was just, if you have any questions, please call customer service at 1-800. <laughs> click agree here. Yeah. The um, uh, three of the commandments up front are pretty much the same commandment. Like, I'm God and just praise me all the time or there's going to be fucking trouble. <laughs> three in a row like that. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he was all about the rules of the three. God's like, don't, mm-hmm. don't try to smite me. I will smite you, thou. <laughs> Don't, You're smiteless. Yeah, don't fuck with me. Good night, people. That's a call. Three in a row. That's there's your joke structure. Now, I'll be here all millennia. I'll be here all millennia. No, I'll, I'll be here, here all, all billion years. Okay, so here uh, he's not. I'm just going to ruin the movie for you. He's not going to die right away. Oh, what a death tease! They are right. They are death teasing us. They're setting up. It's, I, I don't want to call it foreshadowing. That's giving it too much credit because it's just like, uh, I'm I'm fatally ill. It's, ex- oh, it's gee, exploitative. What's the next step. I feel like it's like the movie Ghost Dad. You know what the premise is? He's going to be a ghost mm-hmm. and he can't do it. Ghost Dad. He's going to be a ghost dad. So the first fifteen minutes toys with when is he going to become the ghost dad or the ghost right. who can't do it? And you have like this tease, like, uh, looks like Bill Cosby is going to trip on a piece of rope that's going to throw him out the window. <laughs> and what uh, second they uh, Anthony Quinn's having a heart attack in his billionaire's uh, ski resort, <laughs> Cowboy yeah. Ranch. We were out playing uh, Mrs. McCabe. Well, I don't know that movie. It was some Western. We were outside playing Snow Western. This okay, father so and son. basically he got the bad news that he really shouldn't have sex. Oh, really? That's the news? Mm-hmm. But, oh, well, it's just one of, you know, it's just like the most tragic thing. Right now he's getting the bad news from his good, good friend, who never shows up again, Um <laughs> He can't have a heart transplant. They don't do that if you're over 60. Really? He's like, but he's like I'm a billionaire. Fucking wise. I used to eat hearts for breakfast. Back in the 1930s. Um, yeah, when he says, why don't they? The guy has the balls to say, common sense, I guess. Oh, because you're old. Maybe buddy. he'll say it. He's insulting. a billionaire. Look, if a billionaire wants to transplant a heart when he's 89, that's, that's fine. Yeah, let him do it. Look, this guy's a run-of-the-mill billionaire. If it was Donald Trump, he's like, let's find some guy and kill him. So, uh, Lock which, my heart. Uh, and which we should just full out say, Donald Trump, right? You just mentioned mm-hmm. him. He makes a cameo in this movie, Carl. Donald Trump does, absolutely. Yeah. It's coming right up. Now, at this point, he's like, art of the deal famous. Right, he's New York City real estate mogul, spy right. magazine, uh, aspiring. Spy magazine. If you pay, read into page six of the Daily. Yeah, you, you read know Dunes- him real well. Eighty-nine Doonesbury must have spent like six years making fun of Donald Trump. <laughs> I don't think Doonesbury gave an S about Donald Trump. No, no, they, they used did to during make the eighties. Yeah, during the eighties, uh-huh, uh-huh. like Donald Trump had Donald Trump the board game, and I think that kind of just got. Oh, know, right. Two right, weeks right. worth of uh, comics. 
at that time, Donald Trump really didn't know how to, he was perfecting. He, he just wanted to be a famous person. He just wanted you to love him. Right. And he didn't have a shtick yet. He's like, okay, I'm rich. What does that mean? I'll write a book about the deals. Okay, <laughs> what do I do now? A board game. It's just dumb. Well, do you think like he was just architecturally rich from the lifestyles and rich and famous 80s? Like, that's how they were. I mean, Gremlins 2 kind of really went after him with Clamp Industries. Like, the, mm-hmm. yeah. Right, right, right. So, he, I mean, he was in the pop culture back then. But I don't know about this movie. Jesus. So, listen, you'll never get a harder or boner again. Well, he, he won a Razzie for the, his appearance in this movie as worst supporting actor. Oh, wow. That was in 1989, is, huh? Yeah, in, yeah, he was awarded it in 1990. And the guy who you love, Michael something, who's the head of Razzie's, he, yeah. um, he said that people usually come and pick up, a, you know, it's like a, we had just released it in, in the press, but people do come and get their yeah. Razzie from us. And they're like, you're a jerk, or sometimes they're nice. Donald Trump never came. Well, I was actually at a Razzie's award. Ah, and and, and? Was, it was funny. I mean, they have these. They do a routine, and uh, I think uh, the the actor from Sex and the City two, the boyfriend, uh, the fiance, who the oh yeah yeah. So he he got a Razzie, and he they presented a video thing of him uh, getting it in the mail and thanking everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but other man. than that, it wasn't in person. I know Sandra Bullock showed up with a. a uh, uh, wheelbarrow, like a red wagon full of uh, DVDs of Adam and Steve. Oh, no, oh he got yeah, the Razzie for that? Okay. Yeah, All About Steve, excuse me. Uh, not Adam and Steve, that's a different movie. Uh, all About Steve, and she said, you know, if you guys actually saw the movie, you realize we were the best, you know, worst romantic couple or whatever. And uh, Holly Berry movie... picked up one for uh, Catwoman, and then also uh, Tom Green oh, wow. picked up his, like he was really obnoxious for Freddie Got Fingered. Who did? Thomas Tom Green, he directed Freddy Got Fingered, you know, from MTV. Oh, yeah. The Tom Green yeah. show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He so, was a jerk about it, of course. Oh, he was a, perfect for his yeah, personality. Yeah. But, like, they didn't like him because he was just being a jerk. Well, I enjoyed Freddy Got Fingered. I know, I think it's I understand why now, there. why you don't, because you, you saw his appearance there, right? Well, no, no, I never saw his appearance there, but that movie's terrible. Oh. It's just, it starts the first 15 <laughs> minutes, he's at a. Uh, hospital pulling babies out of it and spinning them around by their umbilical cords <laughs> and that's like 12 minutes into the movie 15 minutes into okay. the movie I still got another hour do you remember when he was playing the piano and he had the strings on his yeah. fingers right okay do you remember when he was in the scuba Daddy. outfit yeah 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 tub? what's the song okay you remember he's on the fake phone he's pretending it's a cell phone he's like 12 million Deutschmarks remember yeah yeah that was all <laughs> okay. after that umbilical we saw cord the scene. same movie <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this this movie actually tied for a golden raspberry. Wow. It did win worst picture, but it tied with the Avengers of Ford Fairlane. Oh, it was out this year as well. Well, there you go. <laughs> the, it was worst picture. Movies. Do you really agree with that? You like that movie because there's a Howard Stern character in it. You have to admit, right, Gilbert Gottfried? Um The Avengers of Ford Fairlane. Yeah, I don't really. No, there was only one good moment. They were sort of like in some precarious situation, a dangerous, life-threatening thing. They were like hanging off a building or something like that. And there was some kid there, and it was part of the plot. I forget the movie. But 
the ladies like, oh, look at the kid. No, and they were like, he was cute or something. Right. And then Ford Fairlight, you know, it's that, hey, dickery, dickery doc guy, right? Yeah. He like, such a little girl. It's like, oh, look at the kid. Look at the kid. Like, he was such a good sport in that second. Like, I know I'm Andrew Dice Clay, but for the sake of this joke, I'm going to. He was a good sport. That's the only good thing about the movie, in my opinion. I saw, I saw it on television and they cut out the uh, Eddie cursing, and you had no idea what was going on. It was oh, like. Yeah, a, that's the, the worst. What the. Yeah, no. That movie was, they just made blank. I like that movie. It's a solid film. If they did bleeps, then it would make sense to right. the listener. Well, I think they also like could change the language too. It's just kind of ridiculous. So he's still alive, and they're ski walking. Well, okay. So all we're getting this whole time is a whole thing about I'm soon going to die, and we all know it. So he said, like, he's not supposed to go walking. It's too much exercise. So he was saying that to her in the pickup, and she's like, "Are you sure you should, Scott? Scott, are you sure?" And that's what's happening now. We're, it's still not time. I remember this from the video game. This is level two, walking with Bo Derek. And you had your challenge was to walk as Anthony Quinn from left to right. And there's a, at the end, right, it's a park bench you can sit down on. You know, I think her hat looks so atrocious and she looks so dumb with it on. But I bet you on Agreed. the set they were like, oh, it's so cute. I love that. That's just the greatest thing. But that hat has braids. Like her, oh, her movie uh, 10. <laughs> That's right. Good call, man. You think that was intentional? Maybe. <sighs> she just picked the clothing. John, I'll, I'll star in your movie. Just Let me just wear my... I, I don't want to go do makeup. I'll just show up. Oh, they're going to do it. Uh, no, they are not going to do it. All right. They're hugging. Good things are... getting away from me, Katie. She's thinking, wow, that inheritance. Right? Am I right? Is this how it goes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a cruel asshole. No, we hear see a thought bubble. Yeah, cha-ching. It's subtitled. Right, you hear a sound effect. Dollar like bill, every moan symbol he goes. pops up and down. It gets big, it gets small. It's a dollar bill sign. It must mean that she's thinking about money. Okay, so you see he's writing. And he's got crumpled up pieces of paper. Dear Ann Landers, you and Abby, <laughs> dear Abby, are sisters. Yeah, right. That's so fucked up. Side Anthony <laughs> Quinn. Dear Abby. <laughs> dear Abby, right. But it would never say Anthony Quinn. It would be something like, soon to be dead, older than wife. You know, like it was like, um, fuss, you know, thank you, fussy eater. Fine. <laughs> right. Dear Walter okay, Scott so, of Parade Magazine, what is Scott Baio <laughs> like in real life? Sign. That he is a conceited son of a <laughs> No, they never okay, say so, that in Parade Magazine. They'll say like, oh, Scott Baio, who just shot Lifetime's, you know, cruel okay, man. Okay, I got to interrupt you right. now. Yeah? Okay, he was writing his own suicide note. They've heard a shot. They know he's done it. He's ghost dead? Well, he's ghost dead, yeah. And she's like, you don't come in here. I'm mad. Oh, yeah, she's really upset. Oh, there's the note. Does it have its own music? No, that's quiet. You are my cake. <laughs> but now I have to kiss you goodbye. Oh, Scott, don't say these awful things. We are there's no tears. I can't riff this. 
<laughs> there's no tears. There's no tears. Yes, there's she's tears just, on her face, isn't there? No. no, she's just doing the. Sav, sav. Yeah, well, well let's see her do it again because she's about to have a bunch of those scenes. I thought she threw the suicide note away. It is. Yeah, see, the thing is, this is really dumb on, on um, uh, John Derrick's part because something's supposed to ascend like that to heaven. He made it descend. Oh, I see. See how he did it in slow motion like the soul is? You think that's, well, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but I think he made a stupid mistake. He just said, I'll do it in slow motion. Like, he didn't understand what he was trying to say because he just made Anthony Quinn go to hell. Okay, no, look, he's in limbo. Suddenly, right? No, he's in, well, he, yeah, yeah, you're right. He is in limbo, but he is definitely dead. He has to get laid, and, Carl. But good, No, ghosts can't do it. Ghosts fuck, can't do it. Well, there's your conflict right there. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's Catwoman. That's Catwoman. Julie Newmore? Right. Unusual. Huh. I just guessed. I had two other guesses. Well, you, it's a, it ain't Eartha Kit, right? Eartha Kit? Is it Michelle Pfeiffer? Is it uh, Anne Hathaway? Meow. And uh, Holly Berry, right? Holly, Holly Berry. She picked up a Razzie award in person and thanked her agent for Catwoman. <laughs> it was a very charming moment. Uh, she was a Playboy Playmate in 1968, which is a year after she left Batman. So that didn't make her, but she cashed in and was a Playboy Playboy Playmate. Are we talking about uh, Eartha Kid? No, we're talking about uh, Julie Newmar. Oh, Julie Newmar. Oh, all right. Basically, they're having a debate right now. Like, well, I'm not ready to be dead. <laughs> Heaven like can't wait. Dead yes, yes. Hey. Uh, she was in the Monkees episode. You like the Monkees. I like the Monkees. You know, uh, I, I auditioned for the new Monkees in, in New York City. That is so cool. Well, I, I was like 17, and I waited and waited in line, and they shot like footage. And I got up there, and they said, do you play an instrument? I go, no. And they go, okay, bye. And I <laughs> left. Oh, man. But they had like people playing <laughs> instruments, and they had like uh, plastic teeth, like novelty teeth, and some other kind of yeah. stuff lying around. And yeah, I left. I was like 17. I was like, well, I waited in line to do an open audition. And then, you know, they already picked the, the new monkeys. They just used that as a. They problem. had? In Los Angeles. Yeah, they had the four new monkeys. There was a show called The New Monkeys. Boy, I guess that flopped. I don't remember it. You don't remember all six episodes of syndication? Oh, six? Really? Yeah, wow. Well, I'm probably crazy. like 13, whatever season was, half a season. 13, yeah, 13 is. It's really a half season, but. So she's she's out. <laughs> no, she's at the funeral, I'm and back. now he's announcing that he's yeah. I'm back. It's me. It's so me. the ghost can talk to I'm Bo back. Derek in real life. But what about everyone life? else? His first wife can't. Nobody hear else can see. Right. Yeah. His first wife. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, you know, every episode has a Star Trek connection. You're right. We always look for Star that, Trek connections in yeah. movies. Yeah. It's Julie Newmar. It's Julie Newmar. She was in an episode of original Star Trek Friday's Child. And um, I guess I always knew that just from her face, but John, I didn't John, know it. John Derrick was not in uh, any Star Trek movies or TV shows? No, John Derrick wasn't. You know, when I looked up his ID 
be, you know, his history. Yeah. It's a lot in 1930s, a lot of 40s. There's a bunch of TV that's in the 50s. Did and he do, like, erotica, like, acted some, like, softcore shit? Like, uh, well, the first thing he ever did with Bo Derek, I think, was that softcore well, uh, stuff. I don't know if Valero was their first movie together. No, no, no. Okay, here's the story. This is interesting. In 1973, 46-year-old John Derek left his wife for a 16-year-old aspiring actress. That's Bo Derek. Her name was Kathleen Collins. Kathleen Collins. To avoid statutory rape charges, the couple right. fled. Now, that's just somebody's word. Uh-huh. Fled to Germany. We both must the young flee to girl Germany. Came, I guess in Germany, you don't have the restriction of 16. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, when she came of age, the two were married. Her film career failed to get off the ground despite Derek's best efforts to sell distribution rights for fantasy, an erotic drama. That's the softcore thing. Huh. He, while she was underage. What, what year? Yeah, so it was, that was before. That was before ten. Oh yes. Here, here comes ten. It's the next move. Kathleen dyed her hair blonde and rechristened herself Bo Derek. Eventually, landed a role in the comedy Ten, which managed to launch her film career for better. Well, some snob on the internet writes for better or for worse. Well, we we should say that whether or not you were around in nineteen eighty. When the movie Ten, Blake Edwards Ten, yeah. came out, it was a phenomenon. It was the Rubik's cube. It was the Minecraft of its day. It was like <laughs> ubiquitous, and the the music that Blake Edwards used was bolero, and mm-hmm. because, as it was supposed to, as in a Playboy world, you know, it's a kind of aphrodisiac music you play while having sex. You know, that's what you would play. Yeah, and because that was in the movie Ten, her sex scene, they played bolero, so. Okay, keep going about John Derrick's movies. Well, um, no, well, they they made four dirty yeah. movies like that to get, um, together in the eighties. Fantasies was released after she became famous, but I don't know. It's just like soft. It was, you know, how like you'll have a sex tape today. It was kind of right. Well, you know, you made a were, movie, and uh, the yeah. she becomes famous at ten, and they re-released the movie on cash in. And then, you know, the song Bolero, <clears throat> he did the movie's title, Bolero. Everybody got it at the time. Right. And I, I seen that movie. It's terrible. I saw that 30 years ago. It's terrible. I might. I don't really remember. Mm. It's it feels George like Kennedy. I saw it, but I have no memory. So it's not Anthony Quinn. It's George Kennedy from the Police Squad movies. Oh, yes. The Naked Gun. Uh, and... Uh, He's taking her around the world, and they go to like Barcelona, and then she falls in love with a uh, as a drama. Man. Yeah, it's like an escapade, you know, like a candy type of uh, you know uh, coming of age romp, I guess. Like, so she. Well, they, does it have? Com- is it a comedy or no? It's lighthearted. Okay. Okay. Uh, so maybe, yeah. I mean, it's it's you, she's hanging out with George Kennedy. How can that not be funny? I think I didn't see it then. Uh, I think I pretty, probably didn't see this film because I would remember that. <laughs> oh, it's just terrible. I mean, it was... Uh, yeah, so she goes... She, there's a whole thing about Barcelona and then she goes to another part of the world and then she goes to another part of the world and then she mm-hmm. falls in love with the right person and the movie ends. But it's it's really just bad. Well, all right, so she's fantasizing, she's scuba diving? No, no, no. She was just crying in her bed, and so the ghost was like, get up, snap out of it, 
about to go on vacation, you continue to go. And she's like, I can't without you. And then he bullies her into it. So now she is vacationing. We'll see her naked now. That's the woman. She's the one. Okay. There on the... There's our... I don't know. Is he a bad guy? That's a guy named Leo. Uh, his name is Fausto. Fausto. And he's also a Star Trek connection. But boom! Really? Two Star Trek connections in this movie? Mm, yeah. Was he a Next Generation? Uh, yes, he was in Next Generation. Okay, so there was this weird uh, episode in Next Generation called Loud as a Whisper, in which this guy who was, uh, like, blind, but he was tele... And he was deaf. He was... No, he was deaf. He was, like, a negotiator because he had these this chorus, three people. It, it was weird. One was like, I am empathy. I am... His conscience. Let's see here. Oh, man, they sound like bad news to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the four horsemen yeah. of the benevolence. The scholar, the warrior, and that which binds them. So he was like the scholar? No. <laughs> he was like the warrior. So okay, just, so she's talking to the ghost out loud, yeah, and they're you. on the boat going, she's a crazy woman. But we're about to see her naked, and then she'll ruin it by putting sand all over her body. And then you're like, ick, I don't want to touch you. You're itchy. <laughs> you got sand. Ugh, it's just some class. Right, you were so sexy a second ago, and now you just <laughs> rolled in poop. You dummy. Okay, look. Look at her eyes. They're, yeah. Oh, no, they're, they're wet. She was in the ocean, though. Oh, so you think she's crying because she went out of the ocean? She's not crying. Oh. See, they're like, she's a crazy woman talking to. All right, let's She's let's still just funny. mad that he Shut killed up. himself. Shut up yourself! will you listen to me? These ghost scenes are really strange because there she is in the ocean about to undress. There she goes. Hello. What, what yeah. the? Uh, Boom. Oh, Derek. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Whoa, whoa, all the way. There's yeah. Fosto. Yeah. Fosto's checking it out. But look what she just did. She just plopped her butt, right? Right. She she took a see she took a squat in the sand. Okay, she's still topless. Oh yeah, don't worry, she'll ruin it further. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that she's she, already got sand on her butt? That's the turn off. Look how good she is right now. Look yeah. at her; she's so tasty. But she's older. Carl, she's her movie is where she's sitting and lying down naked, yelling <laughs> lines, and then they're gonna cut to Anthony Quinn post production, re- repeat, replying. He's in a different room. He's in a different set. He's doing this. Yeah, and they do this reflection thing. He just yeah. sort of is an apparition floating in He's a trapped middle in a of Sega hologram okay, look. arcade game. Look at that. Whoa. Oh, that's uh, gross, huh? All that sand on uh, the naked butt. Now you're all itchy. You're like your back where you can't reach. It's all yeah. itchy. Speak for yourself. <laughs> oh, you mean you can reach? <laughs> yeah. Well, she's going to go get a dip in the water. I mean, she's not going to... Look how dumb she is. She puts the shirt on over the sand. I know. She's got to cover the sand right now. My OCD is flipping oh, out. She just covered her butt with, the, with that purple T-shirt, and there's, like, sand on that butt. What, what? Is she a human? What planet is she from? Yeah, so you you would, you would go into the ocean, wash off the sand right. off your butt, and then but, you would towel no. or you use the T-shirt as a towel, and then you put the T-shirt on. Bingo. 
And if you, your T-shirt is wet, then God bless you, right? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's not a contest. No, it's not, it's not a wet T-shirt contest. You're a winner. Hey, maybe I could somehow do that. Like, look how wet my shirt is. It's not a contest. <laughs> Something like that, right? Oh, you got you put you got water all over my. Uh, you idiot! You knocked your coffee. I'm all wet. My t-shirt's all wet. <laughs> all right, you have to work that one out. So, That's fine. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> help me! Can I get? Can we get on your boat? Uh, hey, I noticed you're completely naked. Are you okay? <laughs> uh. Yeah, you were talking to yourself crazy, and then you took your clothes off, and now you want to come on my boat. Seriously, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now she's in. Okay, they're in uh, not Malaysia. It's uh, Maldives. You know what I'm talking about? It's right off of Malaysia. Oh, As I'm... a matter of fact, one of the producers is Malaysian, and I don't think he really deserves this title. Let me see here. All right, this here is it is. A... Pro- the credit, I don't know why, it says produced by Bo Derek, and it's produced by Chandran Rutnam. Chandran Rutnam is a Sri Lankan filmmaker. Yeah. He's an entrepreneur. And the internet says, hosted numerous Hollywood films in their location shoots in Sri Lanka and Malaysia. Oh, so that's where so we are. So I think are. he only got a producer credit because he said, sure, you can shoot here. Well, there you go. That's the credit. It's not worth anything. What's a producer, anyway? Piece of shit title. Um, <laughs> you could go to another film and say, yeah, I'm a producer. Look, yeah. here's my credit. Here's my credit. Ghost can't do it. By the way, <laughs> if you're still watching a different movie, it's because there is a movie that exists called Ghost Can Do It, and that full-length movie is on YouTube. And <laughs> do not watch Ghost Can Do It. It's a completely different movie. <laughs> or, or you could. It's a good because I kept because, looking for this movie. This movie is notoriously bad, and I've seen it before, and I just hate it. Blech. That's Fosto, who uh-huh. saw him on the boat, and he's like coming on to her real heavy. Yes, uh, of course. Let me do the introductions. Uh, uh, Mrs. Cut. This is Mr. Garibaldi. My name is Fosto. <laughs> You're Fosto, all right? And mine is Kate. I mean, Kate. Kate. Take your hand away. He's, 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 he's romancing you. Are you romancing me, Fausto? Oh, wait a minute. Am I being ghost blocked? She does that. She, like, just talks to him, and she doesn't care if anybody thinks she's crazy. If, if you're not watching she it cares, with us, I, I feel sorry for you. But if you just happen to listen to it, what we're watching with Anthony Quinn as a ghost is that they just cut to a different set. Every time he talks, and it's just a close-up of his head with a baseball fucking cap. What is he going to do? Go fishing after this? Is he gonna right? Go- and you see, he's got a jacket on, like he's outdoors or something. <laughs> you know, What's he could have shot this in one day. He could have. This could have been one day. I mean, this is half the movie is the dialogue which she has. She's she's on the set. She's in location, and every time she talks to him, they cut to him, uh, just doing and doing that weird, you know, one take close-up shit. Yeah, it's a close-up. It's it's not so close. I mean, it's a bust. Do you see his shoulders? Yeah, I get you. It's a bust. <laughs> but you can see his, Pick like, him up! <laughs> his handyman hat. His electrician's hat. He's going to fix electricity. I didn't even think about that. You're totally right about that. 
right now the film is wasting time. They're talking about how expensive her jewelry is. <laughs> Even when you're a ghost, you're a pain in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Hamlet. Yeah. All right, so let me tell you, Anthony Scott, he was in the guns of... Uh, Anthony Quinn, he was in the guns of Navarone, Zorba the Greek, Lawrence of Arabia, and we know Last Action Hero, but... And, and Ghost Can't Do It. This is where somebody who, uh, like a director or an actor who is known for such good stuff but assholes like me only know them for the worst works you know what I mean like <laughs> yes you're Billy Wilder you directed Kiss Me Stupid you're Anthony Quinn you starred in Ghosts Can't Do It yeah yeah I can <laughs> yeah it. yeah now that's the most it's a pearl you see it in the, in the fish really tank really expensive what in the fish tank yeah yeah uh, really Oh, topless. there she is naked again. Well, she's taking a shower, Carl, and on the side, using a bucket. Don't use a bucket to wash your hair. Don't forget to put conditioner. All right, Jesus. Shut up, ghost. Yeah, right. Ghost yeah, can't shut now, the fuck up. Yeah, he, she used to get a break from her husband, right? She could go brush her teeth. Yeah, right. Now, she could take a shower. She could wash her feet out naked. Now he's all over She's got a bar of soap. She's doing her toes. <laughs> What kind of Caribbean resort are they living at where you could just go naked, sit on a stool, and watch <laughs> yourself in the fucking koi pond? No, it's Asia. It's Asia. They're in Maldives. It's like by Sri Lanka. It's underneath India. Well, it's- we should say this movie is an international movie. It's not meant to be released in America and, you know, <laughs> be ready to be shown on the networks or the cable or the streaming. <laughs> this is meant for the whole world to just see it wherever they see it, whether they're on the train or on a fucking plane mm-hmm. or just, you know, at the video store or watching Okay, international so wait, TV. here, it's... It was premiered, okay, October 17, 1989, home video in Australia. That was its first release. <laughs> a home video release in Australia. Next, in 1990, there was a theatrical release in the United States, oh, limited. Right, right. well, that's why and they then, went on Razzies for that. Yeah, and it was never in another theater. It was foreign video, premiered June 1, 1990, 90 minutes. Oh, so... John Derrick, he directed this, he wrote it, he did the cinematography, and he edited the effing thing. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, it's a movie. Don't get me wrong, but... Mm -hmm. But he's like, this is mine. I'm doing this. It was was his fish burgers. It was his fish burgers. He was a (laughs) one-man show. I'm going to do this. And then, look, he wrote the story, right? He right. knows he's getting, he's much older than her. He's probably in his 60s now. Uh, I don't know. He, he was in stuff from the 30s <laughs> and 40s, you said, like uh, movies and TV? No, uh, okay, so, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, in the 30s, he was like, I don't know, late 20s or something. He was definite. Okay, so. He was about now, 80s, 70s, yeah, 80s. Now is this weird thing which Fausto takes as flirting. It's like, my husband thinks you're handsome, and <laughs> it's weird. Let's there... listen a little. Okay. So, it's skinny dipping. Well, how did I know about it? Uh, I guess you're on the beach. Oh, she's trying to prove that the ghost no, is real. No, Please tell you. Well, if you say so. Oh, I do say so. Do you know what he wants? Splash, splash. 
You didn't listen to it. I did. He goes, what do you want? And he goes, I don't know. I mean, and then they cut to Anthony Quick going, fuck I mean, I you, buddy. You know. Yeah. Quite grasping it. Well, then you tell him. He wants to go in his body and have sex I, with Bo Derek. I don't think he's following us. I can't do it. Would you do it? Would I do it? Yeah, listen, if a ghost came up to you, if Bo Derek and a ghost came up to you and they said, listen, this ghost is my husband and I want to fuck him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck you with his dick and him pushing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know the hypothetical. I mean, I, I would be sleeping with Bo Derek, but somehow I think... I wouldn't be there. Anthony Quinn would be there, right? Right. Yeah. So you would so, just be a you would experience. I mean, you wouldn't be conscious of it. It would be Anthony Quinn. Oh, I would feel you. sensationally. You would still feel it, right? What's I, the deal? Like, yeah, I guess so. Okay, so my brain's not turned off when he's in me. Yeah. Um, he's. Uh, you, but... I'm being John Malkovich, just watching. Right. Um, okay, so then it, I guess I would have the, you know, I could probably use that in a lot of private sessions for years. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, replay the movie in my head. Oh, I could be like this. Uh, uh, I kind of need a trial run, like in a, a test drive. Can I practice? A practice round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without your husband. So basically, he's a conceited bastard, this Fausto, and they've just set up for us that that's kind of the goal. Right. They'll go into his body, take it over, and him and Bo Derek can do it because ghosts can't do it. Ghosts cannot do it. Fausto, that's like Faust, right? That's like the devil. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I think it's on purpose, but yeah, it's, it's not a deal with the devil. It's. There is an underworld afterlife connection by calling him Fausto, but not really, because he's the person in real Okay, so now we're meeting um, Winston, who's a good, good friend of uh, Anthony Quinn in life. And oh, he's right. another, like, businessy guy. So, so he's an older gentleman, too. Yes. He looks and pretty so good. What he, what he represents is... I'm, you know, I'm the age of your dead husband. I'm a money, money man like your dead husband. I was a good friend of your dead husband. So it's like, I'm, uh -huh. maybe I can get you. Right. According to this PowerPoint bullet uh, sheet. <laughs> did you do a PowerPoint presentation? <laughs> good friend of your husband. Top 10 click, reasons. Click. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a billionaire. Click, click. Good. These are all good points. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line it for me. This is crazy. I never seen, there's been comedies where a loved one dies, like movies, and the ghost comes and they either help them, like, leave yep. or they uh, try to, like, ghost was, I guess, ghost is an example of this. They yeah. channeled Whoopi Goldberg. But so, in this movie, he just starts to float, sort of floats around. <clears throat> like in Ghost itself, that guy was in the movie. He was in the room, you know? Right. Oh, yeah, he was in the scenes. Now, you recognize this guy's face, Winston, right? Winston? Yeah, that fucker pushed me out of the way. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't? Who is he? Well, he's been in a lot of TV movies. You should know his face. Uh, he wasn't the most famous man. Okay, so... There's a movie called Bus Stop with Marilyn Monroe in 1956. Which that I saw. I've seen that movie. It's the last movie, I think. That's him. Oh, yeah. all right. 
Well, that makes sense. They, they, they all look so like then that. he got to be in lots of movies, you know. Oh, well, cool. Good for him. Uh, he was in Peggy Sue Got Married. Saw that. Um, big deal. Okay, this big is how I remember it. him. Con- uh, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, 1972. Saw that. That was the one in which they were pretty much like on a college campus all the time. It was modern day. <laughs> it was, it did look like a college campus. <laughs> they were training them to be slaves, pretty much. Right, and they would like march them up and down uh, off outside office buildings. Oh, she's having a cup so, of soup on the ferry. Well, what it is is there were a bunch of vultures around his billions now that he's dead. Right, and so she has to go to Sri Lanka, which is around the other side of the world. Never mind, they're just in Maldives to stop these hawks from taking her money. No matter where she is, she's talking to the ghost. Right. Oh, so these are the vultures right here. They're ready to... Uh... Yeah. Oh! And vulture. Donald Trump. Here he is. He's in the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. So he must have been this in 88. This is when Spy Magazine was just shooting away. Spy Magazine. Spy Magazine, which well, was a gentlemen. New York... Ma- New York clear not they hated Donald him. Trump. They called him a short-finger Bulgarian. from the look of this room, it isn't woman's... Oh, here he is. There he is. Very soft, young, red tie. It has been decided that there is no point that can be argued. The point is based as it is stated. Um, leave leave the bound on. I'm just going to keep no this room for any rhetoric. so we can hear it You must yield. Must! Who the fuck are you? I never saw you before. Must? Who the fuck are you? I've never even seen you before. Don't come down to the <laughs> Where does that That's have a bearing on the point of issue? Tell him we're going back to the Indian Ocean to put away their knives and go home. Now I would suggest you put away your knives. You haven't got one sharp enough to carve up a Scot. That's not the, the line. The great Scot lives on in me. And believe me, the city will be reduced to dust before you will visit. This type pan ring a bell. This has been interesting. Tomorrow at 11 we will vote, and that will settle it for now. Does Donald say anything? He just says smart. Yeah, he's it's coming. Knives sharp enough to cut you to the bone. And hearts cold enough to eat yours as hors d'oeuvres. You can bet your sweet little ass on it. You're too pretty to be bad. You noticed. You've got it, buddy. <laughs> That was the big, yeah, that was the big line that, like, when this movie's reviewed, this movie doesn't get reviewed as much as Donald Trump's appearance in it had lots of reviews on the... Oh, that clip's always been on YouTube. It's, I've seen it before. You're too pretty to be ruthless, or whatever she said, and it was a big deal at the time. We know. I mean, I know. But we, we also know. So now it's like, oh, excuse, I'm sorry. We know. What were you saying? I'm sorry. Well, the line is, I know, right? Donald Trump says, I know. I'm too pretty to be. But No, uh, no his line is, you noticed. Oh, yeah. But nowadays, he okay, say, so, we noticed. <laughs> so he did, he did, she did good. And now she's taking a walk with her ghost husband. 
she did good, but the job's not done. But she's not taking a walk with her ghost husband. She is at dinner with Winston, who's trying to encourage her to dance. And it's like she never danced because Scott didn't dance. And that becomes a little thing in the plot a little bit later. Oh, so humans don't do it. It's dancing. <laughs> not that deep in the plot. Wow, this place looks pretty. <laughs> um, it's Sri Lanka, and I guess they're yacht people. Yeah. The yachting. So Scott's like, uh, maybe I should have danced long ago. Look, it's not just a bust. Right. It's a body... He said, well, you, we get to watch the ghost jerk off while her wife dances with another billionaire. <laughs> the thing is, he's in limbo for this whole long time. I don't understand why. Like, no why didn't he move on? There's no time in uh, limbo. Oh, well, I mean, it could if it's eternal, like there's no time, I suppose. But meanwhile... Time is ticking on Earth, and he's Earth. with her, dancing. I mean... Yeah, but maybe he just experiences it simultaneously with everything else. Mm-hmm. Like, one, he's, like, one. Like, all at once. Here, let me explain. Time is like a flat circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it's everything that ever is going to happen and everything that ever did happen all at once, and his clock is fifth-dimensional, ticking nonetheless. Nonetheless. Oh, look at this. He's like, well, I, I just had a dead husband, billionaire. I don't want to do another one. I understand, but well, someday, he's... maybe not now, but someday you're going to have to, Kate. Yeah. Resistance is futile. <laughs> is he the Star Trek? Yeah, he is the Star Trek. Winston's the Star Trek guy. Winston is not Star Trek. And Anthony Quinn also is kind of, he kept turning down Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, in that sense, he is. Zorba no, the Greek. Fosto and Catwoman. Yeah. They're the connection. A lot of calls to be made about tomorrow's vote. This movie goes on forever. So this is the date she has with Winston. And while her ghost husband stares up. Ghostman. Well, okay, so they had their meeting, right? And it's like something is going to be decided in the morning, <clears throat> okay? So now they're ha they're spending their night together to get a, go to bed and get an early start in the morning, okay? That's where we're at. And tomorrow morning we'll decide the fate of his billions, like selling off parts of it. And where are they okay, staying? So at the Marriott? Look at this place. They have like an indoor <laughs> pool or the place flooded or what the fuck? Well, she she's alone now. Uh, they, you know, they, it's a big day tomorrow. Let's go. We're not going to have our affair tonight. They, let's go to sleep. And now she's swimming. And once again, Anthony Quinn won't give her a break. I know. Even while she swims, he's talking to her. She's got I water can't in take her ears. A walk. <laughs> Does she hear him when she's underwater? Yeah, I get. I mean, what do I know? It's a dumb movie, but I mean, I think he's in her brain. He's a right. ghost. I mean, she doesn't use her ears to hear a ghost bin, right? I mean, she she. That's a good point because on a ghost show, did you hear that noise, right? Right. You're crazy, lady. I don't hear nothing. So, no, but sometimes, like, it's like on Ghost Hunters or something. Everyone, he I think, I don't know if this ghost is outsider. Since ghosts are bullshit, we, I guess you just make up your own rules. It's not like a zombie. <laughs> There's other thing that's real. Zombies have their own rules, but ghosts could do whatever the fuck. You went through a wall. Good for you, ghost. 
<laughs> Good for you. <laughs> oh, I'm from the East Coast, ghost. Uh, we don't walk through walls. We go out to open do- if you'd open the door. Oh, okay. Well, that's your prerogative. Yeah, us West Coast ghosts. We just go through walls. Ghosts can do what you want to do. It's your prerogative. So, you know, this movie, he's been really restrained as a ghost because not once when someone yawned without their mouth covered does he go into their mouth and examine. <laughs> That's the thing. We never see him as a ghost. He's always in that room. Right. And, uh, like, the animals, they don't really stop and start howling or anything like that. Like, yeah, right. They yeah. Notice. The dogs know. What is it, boy? Ghost. What? Okay, so look. See, there's Topless. a bad guy. Oh, he's watching her too. Oh. He's a bad guy. She's like, I'm so sorry, but the men's room. That's after he looked like he was leering at her titties. Yeah. He's the bad guy? Oh, he is. Well, he's he's a bad person who's been hired by the company to, like, keep her awake all night so she can't make it to the meeting tomorrow because then they'll get the billions blah 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 that's creepy yeah so first it's like she's like seriously this is creepy and stupid she goes you're not going to rape me are you oh rape this and rape that because we have to have that connection on your show and then (laughs) later she thinks he's going to kill her kill so she goes how about a nice rape (laughs) And she says what? Yeah. You know, like, let's... Okay, so she changes her mind. Okay, if you don't kill me... What makes you think I Listen, she talked him into rape. The fuck? Yeah, yeah there are a lot. It's your show. You know, I, I pick movies that uh, just go off this end. Like, it's not my intention to watch this. Look, I don't want to argue with you. Probably you bump into me. them. It's the funniest no, thing. I look for stuff you bump into. the R word. You said, and this is almost exactly what you said. If, if you don't scream, and if you do as you're told, you won't get hurt. <laughs> now that's not murder. <laughs> see, she's about to flip it. Yeah. Oh. I guess I should watch this scene and see what happens. <laughs> He just shot a gun at her? <laughs> well, yeah. she's in an indoor swimming pool? Oh, I'm sorry. This is movie's foul. Right. If that hit the bottom of the pool, all the water would drain it out. It would drain down, downstairs, and the, the bottom <laughs> neighbor would have to deal with it. Why did I get an apartment underneath an indoor swimming pool? I'll never know. What was I thinking? Glug, Wasn't glug. that Lex Luthor's hideout, right? Under Park Avenue, it had a pool like that. Eh, maybe not. <laughs> Oh, you don't think the Batcave has a pool? Uh, <laughs> Portraits of Solitude has also has an indoor swimming pool. Yeah, it would be an indoor ice cube. Oh no, Superman will just use his uh, X-ray vision to heat up the pool. Yeah, his super smelly breath. <laughs> his body odor will melt ice. Yeah. He stinks so bad he has to stay in a, like a uh, icy mountain away from people when he sleeps. Can I chill at your place? I don't think so, Superman. <laughs> yeah, but, like, can I chill at your place? Yeah, you you will chill. Yeah, you will chill in your Fortress of Solitude. 
I guess it's an icy mountain for me. So how does he see still? Sometimes you're almost impossible to see. Oh, the, her ghost pen is going to help her prevent getting assaulted okay. by this guy? No, well, we it is now revealed the guy's true intention. I'm right. going to kill you if you don't take these sleeping pills. Okay. Oh, because she can't wake the up. deal. Right, she's going to be out, down for the count. Now, look, she's going to hide them on the side of her mouth, and it's so obvious All she right. does. On here. So here they go. Gulp, here they go. Gulp, gulp. Well, you're a parent. We're parents. We Swallow know. the fucking pills. I'm going to give it to you like a suppository. Pretty dope. Or I'll give it to you like a suppository. Yeah, you said that already. Now, did you hear that suppository connection? And look at her butt in the air. Can you help me? They that put it in their butt? They put One sleeping pills in take... her butt? <laughs> no. No. He said, take these pills, or yeah. I'll give them to you as a suppository. And the take next these scene, sleeping her butt pills. is in the air. I think it's just funny. Oh, so she, she he didn't really put them in her... Okay. <laughs> so what were you saying? Like one time... One time for a medical procedure, right? I had to take a suppository. I was required to take the suppository. It was a mandatory suppository? Yeah, yeah. So to prepare for the operation or whatever it was, I forget now, the procedure. Uh-huh. Maybe it was colonoscopy? I forget. So <laughs> I, I have a colonoscopy. I don't remember a suppository. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah no, but it was something else. But I had to do that. And it, I never felt so stupid. It was the stupidest thing in my whole life. Like if, <laughs> if the door had opened and you'd see me going, oh. <laughs> I want to say, oh, you had to be there. But yeah, I'm glad you weren't. Yeah, well, no, maybe I was. How the fuck do you know? <laughs> oh, that was you. The ghost of Anthony Quinn. Go to, every time you get a suppository put up your ass, Anthony Quinn is laughing at you. <laughs> I'm Ghost Anthony Quinn. I can watch okay, you. Okay, here you comes. The deal is done, and she won. Now listen to Donald Trump's dialogue. Good. You played the situation perfectly. So I beat the situation, but not you. That's what you did. I think you like to make mischief. You noticed that too. Okay, now we're done with... Okay, Winston was drugged last night. He's running to get to the meeting. But oh, it's too late. Oh, they drugged Winston too. So she told but, uh, Donald Trump you were lying. He goes, I guess you figured that out. No, she said... She beat... Bo Derek's like, I beat you. And oh, yeah. Donald Trump says, you played the situation perfectly. And she goes, oh, so I beat the situation, not you. And he was like, yes, right. <laughs> it's actually very Donald Trump. I mean, it's a, it's a movie with lines, but coincidentally, yeah. that's very Trump. Well, he's always been on brand, whether he's selling pizza or, or making cameos in movies. Mm-hmm. He probably did have something to do with a lot. To, you know, this is what I'm saying, or I'm not in the film. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he had no clue he was in a movie. He, he made a, uh, he was in a Playboy video, right? Or a Penthouse video? A Playboy video. Where it was like Toast Donald New York. Trump was? Yeah, it was like one of those uh, video cassettes. Like Playboy Channel video cassettes. Mm-hmm. So. Now, 
for some reason, she like bids Winston. Oh no, that's not right. Never mind. I forget what's going on here. It might be more get married pressure, and she's considering it or something. Oh, I see. You love me. I love you, money. I never knew. I love you, money. <laughs> It keeps cutting Anthony Quinn like, ooh, he has soft heads. Oh, that was very charming. Now she's a pilot. Oh, no shit. They just cut to her inside a pilot. Time to go back to Minneapolis. Delta, I am your captain. This is Bo Derek, your captain speaking. (laughs) Dead husband, not now. I'm at work. Look at that. He is the co-pilot, apparently. Wow. Maybe not, but... Well, God called in sick, so Jesus called in sick. He's videotaping him. She keeps keeps talking to her dead husband out loud, and everyone just thinks she's a crazy person. Oh, yeah? Maybe that's the giveaway. Mm -hmm. Uh, all right, so hang on a sec. So she's about to fly a plane, but well, she's arguing. Well, you could sit out on the wing for a minute, and then you wouldn't hear. Well, I'll go out and try to behave. <laughs> this is ridiculous. How much time has passed? She should go seek help by this point. She shouldn't go work as a fucking pilot. <laughs> well, she, she, you know, he dies by killing himself. Then she has the funeral. Then she says, no, you're going on vacation. Then the vultures circle. So she goes to Sri Lanka and she does a deal. Now she's heading home. And maybe it's the time to go to the shrink. She doesn't do it, but... But she's not, like, sitting in first class going home. She's flying the fucking plane. Mm-hmm. It's billionaire level. Oh, so, like, millionaires have private jets, but billionaires fly their jets. Right. right. It's right. like... Oh, there's the coal engine for it. Oh, this is a fucking train. Yeah, she's flying. Look! Oh, my God, so stupid. They're the... Con- they're the driver. He's feeding coal. That's so funny. She keeps, uh, yeah, they're feeding coal. They just cut from an airplane cockpit to the, the uh, train. As one person who always calls the station is calling us. That background beeping. And I'm also sitting on a very everything rickety chair. On the, what's that? I'm sitting on a very rickety chair, which I can hear on the podcast. Oh. It's part of the station's charm. They did everything on the train. Did you hear that? It was the conductor. He took the tickets. <laughs> For street. Let him out, folks. Next stop, folks, Warm Springs. <laughs> Long Island. All of Long Island. What zone are you going to? This is a zone three, class two ticket. It's color coordinated. Get with the program. You owe me 250 in addition, okay, now there's this weird thing about dancing. Scott's like, I've changed my mind. Dancing is okay again. Now we have the stupidest, creepiest, awfulest dancing scene. So she's dancing in a fucking dimly lit room, and it cuts Anthony Quinn in his purgatory stage dancing, dancing with her. With her. But it's not like a basement or some weird room. It's like on the water, open air atrium. Like, a, um, see how they're... Yeah. Ugh. 
They're like on a dock that's been renovated. And she's just I think dancing. those are docked boats. They look it looks like sea garbage, but I think it's docked boats. <laughs> <sighs> By the way, I just want to say that if you're listening to this live and you're not watching the Super Bowl, you're a crazy person. And I think you should just listen. You know, download it later. This this episode is February third, two thousand nineteen. As the Super Bowl airs broadcast, we are broadcasting this live first. Yeah, fine. Well, you know, this also drops Sunday night, so you don't have to. You could watch the Super Bowl and then just catch up with us. Right. I am just recording the Super Bowl right now, and I will watch it a little slower than I have to admit the East Coast. That reminds me of something that I don't think it's kismet or synchronicity, but it always happens that. During the Oscars or the Super Bowl, if you have paid cable, like premium cable, especially multi-channel premium cable, you could always find a really bad movie to watch instead. You mm-hmm. could watch like The Little Rascals from the 90s, or you could watch My Giant, yeah. or you could watch just like zero-sum films like this. You know, like it doesn't surprise. I I uh, I know what killed me or whatever that that film was. So Ghost Can Do It. meets the Mummy. Yeah, like. Just like really bad movie, and so instead of watching the Super Bowl, you're watching King Ralph. You know, like you just instead of watching something like that, everyone loves and it's good, or like the Academy Awards, you're just watching pure shit. <laughs> <laughs> now the the priest is getting mad. He's saying that God is doing this, and she should needs to stop, and he has a freak out. Oh, so the priest believes her about the ghost. Oh no! The police doesn't believe her. The priest doesn't. Be- I don't know. He just has a freak out that she's being sexy, and he's like getting so. And then Bo Derek shuts her down. Go ahead, listen. In God's name, I command you to stop. The devil is in you. <laughs> what are you doing, Reverend? She is desecrating the. Uh, I, all I know is I just sampled that dialogue from my gothic industrial remix. The <laughs> devil, the, 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 the devil. The devil. The devil. The devil made you do devil. it. The devil. Now, but wait, look how she tricks the priest. Listen. Okay. Right. Your she devil won't dance anymore tonight. Yes. Ooh. Praise God. Hold me and I will take the devil from your body. Praise God. I can feel it happening. <laughs> oh, so Anthony Quinn's going to go in the devil's body and in the priest's body and then the, the priest has to fuck her? <laughs> right. And that's just where our porno begins. as we And yeah. roll him. The devil made me do it. Anthony Quinn made me fuck her. Why well, she's it? doing it. She's continuing to, like, trick him. Oh, yeah. Instead of... She's being smart. And, instead of freaking out, saying, you're uptight right. rules, you're antiquated religion, you're archaic... Instead, she goes, okay, <laughs> devil out. <laughs> Tricking him. His old BS. The devil be gone. Wow, I don't know what's... Uh, I gotta listen to this. I just don't know what's going on. Well, Carl, I'm was, completely lost. The, they just cut to okay, different so, people. 
There's a guy on the piano. Oh, There's a close-up of Bo everyone's Derek. It's everyone's reaction to the priest calming down, and they're playing a slow song now. The creepiest scene. It's so bizarre. And she's dancing to it slowly. I don't... This looks like I'm like watching... Like a Guns N' Roses video that they decided to scrap or some <laughs> shit like that. You know, it's a bunch of images. Aerosmith's 900th video. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, she's dancing with Winston. Now look. Oh, no, they've Quinn. broken the wall. Yeah, they're dancing. They're in the same scene together. Right. Um, and this doesn't mean anything or lead to anything. They won't do this again. Just for some reason that this part of the film, they have their dance. So she's she's in limbo with him, doing the limbo. I don't think I. I don't think so. I think he's just representing that they connect, because this is never brought up again. She's just it's just the morning. She's back, you know. Oh, so their souls danced, the memory of each other. I think so. But she's physically there, dancing she's, there. Right. Oh, phew. God, that's over. Oh, she's got a cowboy hat Katie. on. Katie, I want a decision now. But I can't. Oh, she's on a horse, that's why. You know, I hate to even swat a fly. Well, nobody's going to come forward and donate his body. He's with us again now, isn't he? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> she's written on the sea rocks, even with chalk. <laughs> I, Zorba the I, Greek. It has to. Yeah, Zorba the Greek was. Zorba the Greek was an underrated movie. Did he? Didn't Anthony Quinn do like Pizza Hut commercials or something like that? Like before he went. Before he went. Listen to me. How crass am I? But I, I always see like international stars. You know, when they're really old, just take the gig, just sell it out, just show up on yeah, Pepsi. Like, I remember in um, Saturday Night Fever, they were talking about the guy who was doing the camera commercials. Oh, wow. Was yeah. Like, remember? I remember that. What was Lawrence of Arabia? Or what was his name? Peter it, O'Toole. Right. And it's like, can you get me to... That's another example of what you're talking about. They get to a certain age and it's like, I just need the money. You know? Yeah. Uh, elephant... Oh, yeah, so they must still be in Asia, I guess. Or they're at the San Diego Zoo. Okay, so they are going to... They're coming to see her something. I don't know. They're going to join in the fun. Turns out she's a white witch, and they find out that if they kill Fasto, Uh the second he dies... Anthony Zorba Quinn. the Greek can fly, fly in there. Interesting. And they could do it. I didn't, that's all because this woman told her to. Well, right here, you can listen. All right. Your husband. Mm-hmm. It happens like that with great loves. You know, neither can let the other go. Yeah, she's not only good looking, she's no dummy. Ask her if she knows anything about possession. Look at Anthony Quinney staring right at her chest. I don't know if you know anything about possession. Hey, look at a lot of noise. We're about to get it. Are you looking for a body? You know about it? I'm a white witch. A a, a white witch? Oh, a white witch. Well, can you see him? (laughs) 
Uh, crazy C, crazy do. No. Crazy do, crazy C. But I think I can feel him. Wow, well, there you go. What a coincidence. He's a white witch. Now Fosto's coming on to her. Fosto's wearing a black shirt and she's wearing a white dress. Hmm. Hey, white witch. I'm a white witch. Well, I'm a black itch. <laughs> it sure is scratchy. See, see her flip him the bird? Yeah. That's the universal language. It sure is We're not pretty. supposed to like him if he's going to die. Yeah, but they're just going to fuck him anyway. Well, not him. They're going to take his body. You think he goes to like limbo and he's like, Anthony Quinn, it's a pleasure to meet. Where are you, sir? Where are you, Anthony Quinn? I'm oh, in yeah, your right. body. He's... Fucking my wife. <laughs> right. He's coming into the room and he's like, Anthony Quinn, it's a pleasure to meet you. Puts that his hand to shake and then Anthony. Hey, where'd you go? <laughs> I'm all alone. Yeah, right. He's going to be stuck in limbo. Oh, so the white witch is like, listen, all you got to do is kill Fausto. And the moment he dies, oh, Rat she's got poison. poison. Bottle has a cross skull and crossbones. They got everything over there. Australia. And you see the like billion dollar pearl is hanging right there in her rich, richy house. Yeah. I heard there was lines around the block in Australia when this video cassette came out. One for ghosts can't do it. We rent. We sold out. We rented what? out the last copy. Do you want Ghost Can Do It? Did I say? I <laughs> oh, you talking about Australian video release? Yeah. Hi. What's was... this? You got it? <laughs> Don't you have the new bow, Derek? Ghost Can Do It. Well, right, we ran out of that. What out of stock? Out of stock. We had ten copies. They're all rented. How would you like another film? Similar in nature. <laughs> What's it called, Mike? It's called Ghost. Yes. Ghost can do it. Ghost and... No, that's it. Ghost. Oh, your joke is Ghost can do it is... Um, when did Ghost a, come out? Ghost came out in 91, 90? This movie came out in 89, right? Around the same they time. They bleeding ripped them off, I say. <laughs> Australia blockbusters. <laughs> you know, at Australia blockbuster, you get the blooming onion. It's really good. <laughs> That's the only difference. Right, for only two fifty more, you can get in the appetizer. It comes with the blooming knot <laughs> onion. <laughs> now I'm confused about the writing up there. You see that pure yeah. crystal? Like yeah. it, it was something was packaged in that. I don't understand it. Are they doing a ghost ceremony? No, no, no. They're just going to sleep in a tent? I don't know what the fuck's going on. I tried watching this party. Oh, It's a it? party. I'm not going to lie. I really sat down to watch this movie and I could not do it. Well, the thing is, what's confusing is, like most of the time, this film has a plot, right? It's moving things forward. They're off to this place for this reason. They're off to that place for that reason. Here, the point is, am I going to kill him or not? That's the point. 
So I don't know. I guess they need a party scene to do that. Oh, they're going to kill okay, now, party. Now she's, a, she's thinking about how it would go. She would lure him back to the house. Oh. He'd be dead. You know, she's thinking like Dudley Moore in that uh, movie when he's a conductor. She's like thinking it through how she would kill him. Unfaithfully yours? That was great. Was well, that, I, Bo Derek was with Dudley Moore in 10, right? Right, in 10. And then I was Whoa, like, look at the, the luckiest man, luckiest actor in the world right now. Yeah, well, John Derek directs you. Yeah, do not cup her boobs. Do not her Okay, husband. now he's going to set the alarm off. He's really there. Sex alarm, sex alarm, sex alarm, sex alarm, sex alarm. I'm sorry, that alarm always goes off right before sex. And once again, we're showing what a jerk he is, so it makes it easier for us to kill him. What is this, an indoor swimming pool? What the fuck? Boo. Oh, he wants that, that pearl in the fish tank. Nah, no. He's like a greedy cat. No, he just wants, wants to sleep with Blue Derek, quite frankly. Up, <laughs> oh, the scooter's out of gas, just like Quadrophenia. Now, look, she's got a, uh, <laughs> a, um, a serious shotgun. All right. Are they cutting back and forth in time? Mm-mm. Gorgeous thing like me. Um, the, okay, the alarm went off, so everyone on the beach Winston's coming to the, the rescue sky? on the scooter. Oh, I gotcha. All right, I thought she was watching him. Are you talking to your ghost husband again? I am With not. With the submachine gun? She's holding a machine gun and she's talking to her ghostman? That is fucking crazy shit. If I was Fasto, I'd be scared. Oh. Tasso got the gun. I should have handed it to him. What was I thinking? Don't hand them the gun. That's what you were saying, ghost husband? Yes. Are you crazy? (laughs) I remember one of the first cop episodes I ever saw. This woman was talking to her dead husband. Had his gun. Cop came up. Wow, that's creepy. So now we're going to have another... I don't know. It's not really a fade, right? It's like... Menacing. She, well, he's like not going to go home until he sleeps with her. So that implies, like, he doesn't really ever do anything but imply. So it's right. not really. Well, this whole concept is, is problematic. The idea that a ghost possesses your body and then it has sex with whoever he wants while you can't do anything about it. Right. You know, it's, and the fact that we've all been there. Watch, she goes, gonna bang him on the head. I'm gonna knock him in the head right now. Ghost is like, right don't now. do it. It's an antique. Hit him! No! Sorry, go. Ghost husband tells me to I do can. it. Yes, I'm can. sorry about your vase. Well, I think we insured it for ten thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my flesh puppet is leaving. His sex doll. Will you stop calling David your sex doll? He's still alive. <laughs> now, she's got the rat poison. Oh, yeah. She's going to give Faust the rat poison. She turns the eyes. She's going to poison him in the fucker's body? The mouth. Right. The alarm has gone off and everybody's coming. And she's what? about to kill him. 
Necrophilia alert. Open the mouth. Insert the rat poison. What are you... You know what this scene... He drank it himself. This scene where she puts the uh, rat poison in the unconscious man's lips. It needs a sound tra- uh, laugh track. <laughs> right. <laughs> they have things, jokes like that on YouTube, like, um, uh, like uh, Full House or Saved by the Bell, and like it's some sort of tragedy thing, and they make uh-huh. the sound go, hey, hey, or some sort of <laughs> awful thing, and they make the voices go, woo, like, oh, no, you did. Oh, yeah, they are live Bobby audience. Did. It's also tragic. Okay, so Bo Derek won't do it. She's too nice of a person. And he's mad. I was about to get laid. Why you don't you love go- me. I have blue ghost balls. Blue ghost balls. <laughs> National Lampoon's blue ghost balls. <laughs> that, we, maybe we should, did you call it micers? No, you called it open micers, right? Yeah, but we could also call it open good. mic. Yeah, because Mikers, my friend, I already told you about that. He didn't tell you yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. got that from me. No, we can't. National Lampoon. Open mic. It'll be our National Lampoon movie. We pitch it and we pitch it and we say, well, yeah, we got National Lampoon behind us. Don't worry about that shit. <laughs> and then later we'll just go, oh, oh fell through. We didn't they, realize they, National Lampoon was an actual thing. We just thought that was so, what movies right. were called. <laughs> right. Please forgive us. Oh. Okay, and roll them. <laughs> Patoga, toga, toga. <laughs> All right. Um, if, if National Lampoon. Okay, so now the crowd is to come here and they see what they don't find is a dead Fosto that Bo Derek killed. Right. And okay. it's re- he's really walking around because he's Anthony Quinn. Uh, they find a jerk who, like, broke in here and threatened her and set off the alarm of the pearl. And in self defense, she bonked him on the head. Now, it's a serious crime and he has to go to jail. Who, Fasto? Yup. But she did it. What? They don't know the truth. They know that she was harassed, broke house broken into, and then he set off the alarm trying to steal a pearl. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> she bonked him on that. And then, and then she's going to have sex with that corpse. Uh, no, he's not a corpse. He's alive. Oh. She didn't do it. She can't do it. She's too good of a person. So you have to... There he is. You have to be alive for this to happen, right? So he takes over your body? Look, there's a machine gun on the floor and there's rat poison on the floor and everybody's believing Bo Derek's story as they're walking away. I know. The rat poison seems so arbitrary or so weird. Like, she put it on his lips? She couldn't. She didn't do it in the end. Huh. He's really gone. But why? Okay, so Ghost got pissed off and has disappeared. Not Good, in Bo It's Jared's about time. Production. Fucking hey, get out of my head. I just, when I talk now to myself, it just comes off as crazy. <laughs> by the way, this film's title, it says, Ghosts Can't Do It by John Derrick. And the internet made a big deal that it's not uncommon for a film's title to be displayed that way, like on the movie poster. But uh-huh. to do it in the film itself is almost unheard of. So the title credit that we... Well, the title credit had like a graphic for ghosts. The G was like splattery and like yeah. cursive and stuff like that. Like a fountain pen. It was trying it's to, hard to read. Yeah. 
it's like punk rock uh, graph, uh, font. I don't know. At the end of the movie, one of the credits reads, yes, that was really Donald Trump. Really? Yeah. Even back then, they were like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the critics hated this film. It got slammed. I started reading, like, New York Times... San Francisco Chronicle, yeah, like all the like reviews of eighty, and um, they just they, they there's nothing good. Okay, so now he's with Catwoman again. She's like, okay, clearly you made your <laughs> choice. Time to come with me. And he's like, I'm still thinking about it, Missy. I, I just I just can't have it unloaded. His so ghost balls are like, like grapefruit. <laughs> he is, oh man, you got a set of ghost balls on you. <laughs> ghost balls. <laughs> two melons. So, um, it's like two ghost melons. So, um, ghost balls, they got cleavage. <laughs> ghost ball has cleavage. <laughs> How's it hanging? Oh, they're, they're, they're hanging. It's not really ever hanging, you know what I mean? It's like laying on top of this big ghost ball. <laughs> Well, ghost balls don't hang. Is that what you're saying? They just grab. They, anyway, you were saying. Oh something. yeah, because they're apparitions. They're right? apparitions, right? They float around. <laughs> Look like two softballs circling the. Well, anyway, never mind. Um, okay, so she's like saying, "Look, you gotta die. So come on, you know, you're not gonna go back to Earth. Come on, let's go, let's go." He's like, but I just want to hang out in this purgatory room for a little while longer. She, but she knows the reason why he doesn't want to go. Yes, yeah, to get lay. <laughs> yeah, she knows everything, but she's like, it's time give for up me this to, folly. I don't want to go right now. Is it because you're not got laid yet? No. Right, and you're trying to kill somebody to take their body. Could right. it be that? Are you trying to tell the living to rat poison someone to death and then fuck their body? I still think okay, you need so to be alive, right? Now we find out that Fosto did not go to jail. Well, I mean, he did go to jail, but he was also um, released from the jail by the mayor and like skirted away to some. Like they they made his escape. That sounds like another Fosto movie. Was like a. He's like an expensive, uh, he's got like important parents. He, he, he's like a member of the community. They, they, they're. You said Fosto's connection. That's not the word. Yeah. Said, yeah. For some reason. He got out of trouble. He's like, my last name is Trump. Oh, come on in, Fosto Trump. I didn't realize. <laughs> That's Bush. Right. So, Fosto. Bo Derek goes to the mayor and confronts him. You. You didn't, and now she knows where she knows where Fosto is. So she's off to get him. But you can't get there. But you need to take a plane. And she's like, "Oh no!" But she's, just, she's I'll just take this Caribbean boat, little thingy, and go out right. like tourist boat. All right. She's and they're gonna, like, "Wait for wait. me." It looks oh, beautiful out slow. there. It looks, it looks so nice out there. Yeah, yeah. What's funny is. And from our perspective, they they are like upside down right now. Like we're on the other side. Right, we're on the other side of the world, so they would be upside down. So the, right. being on a boat would be the worst thing you want to be in. I'm you, no Bo Derek, but I sure am close. 
No, she's not naked. Look at that, it's kicking butt. When it does that is when it's really moving. Does it have like windsurfing music? Take care! Sailing, sailing. He's supposed to be here. Where are they? Where's Garibaldi? He in the mix. They went to the jail. She went to the jail where he's supposed to be. Oh, Fausto? We let him out. His real full name was George F. Bush. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to go to Vietnam. (laughs) Don't worry, Mr. F. Bush. Don't worry, Mr. F. Bush. Thank you. In return, my real estate dad will give you free rent. So now Bo Derek has found out the real deal, and she shows up in her super I'm a rich person plane that she's flying herself. Right. Well, she's a pilot. Full of gas. <laughs> pilot pen. Look, I the landed in the water. The are sharp. Right. There's an emergency landing every single time. Well, Bo is Whoa. supposed to land in water. Well, now she's on a boat. She just dives off the plane and it's going itself. It's a very stupid move. Uh, now the mayor's going to ask. I don't know why we have this scene. I, he's going to get asked. It is married. a stupid move. You land your plane in the water and then you jump out of your plane. Right, and just let it drift. That's right. Let's well, suppose you're out for an hour and forty-five minutes. That thing could be like circling island. I mean, it can be carried out. You know what I mean? It's, well, maybe she takes a piece of rope, ties it to the nose of the plane, and then pushes and tugs it happen. back to shore. Mayor, you're a liar. The, the jail people told me. I know it's true. Uh, all right. She's confronting the mayor. I'm right, of course. Immediately, Mrs. Cox. Where is Garibaldi? He's in a fine jail. No, he is not. Yes, Kip. Oh, Mrs. Cox, I wish we had a devil's island for these bad boys. <laughs> he escaped with you. With me? With me? What are you saying, Mrs. Cox? I am Cox? saying that you left the jail with Garibaldi and took a boat. To where? We took a boat. Yes, we. Wow, this is so riveting. I was so riveted. I was in that boat. You were in a boat. It was Tuesday, about four in the afternoon. It was Tuesday. Four in the afternoon. (laughs) It's so bad. Oh, this guy only shows up in one scene. Now. Bo Derek is too good of a person to actually murder that Fausto, right? But according to what's happening in the movie right now, she's changed her mind and she's going to do it. She is going to kill Fausto. Yeah, because Scott went away and she thought she lost him forever. And then he came back and she's like, okay, okay, Scott, don't leave. I'll kill him. Don't leave. So now she's off to find him. I'm going to, wow, good. Yeah, good. This movie needs to end. Now look, we're way back at the thing, and Winston is now finally finding a boat saying, go that way. But how could Winston know where she was going? Right. Okay, now, here's a weird coincidence. Uh-huh. She goes to where Fosto is, and he's stuck and drowning by a mistake. So he's dying of natural causes right this second. Oh, what a coincidence. Oh, gee whiz. We wanted him dead, and there he is, dead. They're underwater. You're this not is, a murderer. This is what the net looked like during the 80s. Yeah, this was the... What, Al Gore made, a, made this net. Yeah, he, made, he, he created that it. net. 
Listen, I bet you kids today see this the net. They think it's we're so primitive, but it worked for us. <laughs> we got crabs. We caught lobsters. Lobster. <laughs> oh, Fal- remember when we caught Fausto? That was yeah, a good day. He was, Saves his life. Where, where, <laughs> Don't kids, do it. Where <laughs> did you get that lobster? Oh, internet. <laughs> okay, so now Catwoman is like you, willful bastard. You found a way. He's like, I can't wait to fucking go into that body yeah. and do it. Turn it on so we can hear how I don't, wanna, I don't know if I want to listen to this anymore. They're not kissing, yeah. they're mouthing, mouthing. Bring him back. Give him to me. He's gone. No, I'll get him. Give me that one precious second. I can't do this. Let it go, let it go. It, it's close before I'm her filleting. Yep, he's so full. Back. He's breathing. Oh, there we go. Oh. You are the most willful. Oh, that's Julie Newmore. Oh, so Fa- Falso is going to come back to life, but he's actually the ghost of... Here he is, Scott. Yeah, oh my God. If I was Scott, I'd be like, yeah, I'm Scott, yeah. <laughs> she knows that it was her husband, Scott, when Fausto opened his eyes and said, oh, you again? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you're back. Oh my goodness. You're, I, I, you've gotten so much older. <laughs> Anthony Quinn comes back to life and the first thing he says to his wife is like, oh, I think I made a mistake. Oh God, now I remember. Wait. Oh. Wait. <laughs> now they're marrying. Fosto is marrying Bo Derek, but you know it's what's the truth. And Fosto's going to be a billionaire, but he's not. Wait a minute. Did they have now, sex before marriage? Uh, yeah. So where is Fosto's soul right now? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. That's the really creepy part about this movie. It must be somewhere. I mean, he died, so where did his soul go? He's watching, like, you fucker. Right, and when he got brought back to life, Quinn's soul went in there. Oh, did you see the hand grab on the boob? Yeah. Quinn's going up. looking. Oh, yeah. Probably they were in the editing room having a huge fight, and they're like, John, for the good (laughs) of the movie, you've got to let him touch it. Yeah, that's weird. If you believe in your art. Cut and scene. Mr. Derek, I could explain. It was in the script. Now we have a funny thing in which Bo Derek is like, no, Scott, not again. I'm not doing it again. Seriously, that's enough, Scott. So ghosts can't do it because she's... Did I lie to you? Are we having fun with this That's Anthony Quinn's voice, by the way. I told you you'd like him. Where's then? Where's Fausto? With the devil, souls with the devil. Where? This is like a really creepy Twilight Zone. No, wait, watch. She goes. I'm not doing it again. Oh no, Scott! No, oh, no, no! I, I can't. I can't anymore. No, it'll kill me. I promise. Prepare to die. <laughs> oh. Ghosts can't do it, but I can. I can. With the horses. You know the smell of the... Do you think the horse has a ghost of Fausto watching? <laughs> oh, look what happened. Yeah. 
The horse knows what's up. You get out of that guy's body. Now, Fosso did that stunt on purpose. Oh, I don't oh, think guess so. What's, what's funny? Uh, this guy was, uh, he went on to be in Temptation of Christ. Really? As the last Temptation of Christ. Yeah. And his role was <laughs> crowd member. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the biggest movies in movie history. Good for him. Now, there's another movie that was all about him. It was called, like, PC or something. It's about, like, an online dating thing or something. And he wrote it, and he produced it, and he made it happen. So that's his credit. He was in this. He was an extra in Last Temptation (laughs) of Christ. And then he made a whole movie on his own. I think it was called The Net. I think it was called The Net. Not kidding. Oh, The Net. I know The Net. Oh, is this it? We're done? The Stalker film. Yeah, she, he got lucky. They're married. Everything's fine. Okay, here's the credits. Yes, that really was Donald Trump. There we go, at the final credit. It's weird. It was such oh, a weird novelty Harry back Collins then. Perez for doing everything in every department. Yeah. Makeup by John Derrick. Costumes <laughs> by John Derrick. Hair made up by John. Catering, John Derrick catering. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he did everything. Oh my God, Carl! You know my opinion, but what do you think of Ghost Can't Do It? I thought it was deliciously horrible. You know, like it's really bad, but it it's, was it was perfect for your show. It was fun too. I, I mean, it's it's a known bad movie. It's just it's on YouTube. I, I just I've been looking for this movie for years, and and uh-huh. uh, I don't know. I think this has been posted a while ago, but. Just never seen the full movie of it, and I've seen it before once on video cassette, and it really was just bad. Well, you always have the best taste in this bad <laughs> stuff. Like I even thought to myself a long time ago, like that one where the guy's from Jersey and he got a bunch of hookers and he reassembled his old girlfriend. I was like, that would remember. I couldn't remember its title. That would be great for Mike's show. And then one day you show up with it. That happened two other times. Uh, yeah, I know. If, uh, was it Frankenhooker? Perfect. Frankenhooker, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. I just saw Frankenhooker was featured in a documentary I just saw this week called Rewind This, which is about 80 minutes about VC uh, v- video cassettes and the, the subculture of collecting them and just you uh-huh. know the history of video cassettes and Betamax and just the, the fan base and, and the future of video cassettes. You, so, you know where Betamax comes from? Uh, Thomas Edison. No, no. The guy who made up that company, Beta Max, he was the son of uh, Beta and Max, and Beta Max was born. You're thinking of Miramax. Oh! Because they had a... No, Miramax was films. This was video. No, Miramax is named after Bob and Harvey Weinstein's parents are named Mira and Max. (laughs) Right. Yeah, so no, but, <laughs> there was no beta in Max. Yeah, no, John <laughs> Schleppestein made up a video. Father Beta. And, uh, well, uh, Carl, laugh it up because I have no movie selected for next week. Sorry. What? No, but two, but no, but no, I know. Don't have any. I, well, I have okay. one, but it's a really, I mean, this movie was bad, but we could do this film. Well, wait, 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 wait. Don't rush to judgment now just because I'm pressuring you. I mean, right. if. I mean, we it needs to be the right thing. So, I have a fail-safe movie, and that's uh, John Candy did these two films as a character, like there was a sequel to it, where uh, he's a police officer in Canada, and it's just just hard to watch. 
It's okay. a comedy, so I, I don't want to do it. It's on on uh, YouTube, but I just, I just can't. So I just have okay. a movie ready okay. for you for next Sunday? Sure, sure. All right, it's a gambit. Um, okay, so, uh, but I don't... Okay. Well, you, you have an empty feeling. I, I, it sounds like climatic. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Carl, why don't you uh, tell us about uh, a special show in New Jersey on uh, March 24th? Well, yeah, I did want to hype that, but I yeah. wanted to go in order because we have first our special show please, on please. March 4, yeah. right? Yeah, go ahead and tell the people, good people about it. Well, that's the Mutiny Radio um, Comedy Festival, and on March 4, I will be, it will be live audience in the studio. You can find tickets on YouTube and, no, on Facebook, right? You have a link and, and mutinyradio.fm, and we will, I'll be on Skype? No, I'll just be on the phone on speaker. Yeah, Carl, that's right. It's, uh, Eventbrite has tickets. If you go to mutinyradio.fm, they have, uh, 45, uh, shows, uh, podcast shows that are going to be live, and we are going to be here live projecting a movie on the wall with uh, the, the filmmaker Tim Pizza and his 20 minute yeah. film. And then we'll do something stupid. We'll probably do a Thomas Edison movie or something. Yeah. Something longer. And, you know, maybe you can do like a greatest, your, like one of your favorites, like a greatest hit. Well, yeah, you, you know, know, like. I have a couple of films that are uh, an hour. I have a film that I wanted to do when it's our last show ever, but maybe we could just do it for the live one. There's also shows that, like, you could bring back a, a movie that we already saw before that you think would be perfect for the situation. Well, I would love, Carl, I would love to do, sorry, it's the studio's chair. I would love to do a film like uh, a good silent film, mm-hmm. and that way we, yeah. could, we could watch it together. Or something we with did, close caption. Um, we did Wizard of Oz kind of film. We did Frankenstein. Yeah, that's right. We did those. Were all pre uh, pop? Those were movies before they, the better known movies. Frankenstein yeah, was from and 1910. they were silent. Yeah, that was a good one actually. I like I like that one. Which yeah. one? Wizard of Oz. Frankenstein. Frankenstein, right. And well, then Wiz- there was- Wizard of Oz is interesting because the books were popular in the 1890s, so they were still kind of popular, and they were known for characters that were not in the 1939 version. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, hey, it's the Doodlebug. Well, good to see you, Doodlebug. <laughs> That's right. The fuck's the Doodlebug? What did we see? We saw, we saw uh, Scarecrow. We saw Dorothy and the dog. Yeah, but there was like, uh, there's like a good witch or like Luna or yeah, yeah. There was like a, I don't know. There was a bunch of weird people in that one, and they're all from we the didn't books. See munchkins. Because everyone knew the books back then. They didn't know the 1939 movie. Yeah. So that is the fourth, right. and you'll just listen to the show here, or you could go to the studio in the Mission District and. Yeah, you can come live, it. see us here at 2781 21st Street in our performance space. We'll be in there. And uh, uh, I just told the street address of where I broadcast. Anyway, so there you go there. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's good to have stalkers when you're not famous. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> And then on the 24th, right? Yeah, go ahead. 24th, please. Okay. And the 24th, um, Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman will break history as the first Skype comedy performance, the first time a comedian is appearing live on the left coast 
No, he's appearing live on right. the right coast, broadcasting from the left coast. No, I'm on the left coast. On the west is you left. Are on the left coast, broadcasting to the right. The first time on the right <laughs> coast, three thousand miles, six thousand miles away. Right. So we'll now be doing is- that. So, so that's those sounds like great shows next month, and uh, we love our, our listeners to at least listen to us live for the March fourth show. That'll be live here in our studios, performance yeah. space. So we would love you to, as part of the festival to come and pay money, donate to the theater, uh, donate to MuniRio.fm, and check out. There's going to be comedians from across the country doing uh, shows, and you can listen to it on the on the service, or you can see it live. So those are two exciting stuff, and then of course uh, March twenty fourth with. Uh, our podcast. Wait, let me just of- ask a question. Yeah. I don't know if we have Jersey listeners. We certainly have San Francisco listeners. If you listen and you are in New Jersey, March 24th, that's the show for you. Yeah. And where's Scottsdale when it comes to New Jersey? Um, Springfield. Springfield is by Summit, Short Hills, Milburn, Maplewood. It right. is Northern Jersey, Essex County. Okay. Essex County. That's not a bad drive. All right, well, that sounds good. Carl, thank you so much for being part of the show, audience. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, thank you, Carl. That was fun. And thank you for watching this movie more than once for me. You know, that's a big bullet. Yes. <laughs> and uh, audience, thank you so much for being part of the show as well. Uh, we are L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's our podcast feed. And we are Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com on the internet, as well as Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. Just right. Dig away. We're out there. Uh, thank you so much, Carl. And I'll see you guys later. We'll see you next week Thanks. for next week's episode where I figure out what the movie is. Thank you. <laughs> Go Rams! Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with I wrote this song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and ways champagne tickles my nose. I love to pee outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the oh good. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with more. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> Asiento. 
Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Yeah. Welcome, Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5, Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Benders is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Benders Bar and Grill. Back up, 
Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips, don't. (laughs) know anything about it sorry all on my limited view yes every tuesday from 12 to 2 uh oh you can if you can also find us on apple Podcasts. oh yeah and google play and stitcher itunes oh you already said that tune in radio uh stitcher you said that spotify oh my god there's just so many and overcast um, yes, you can also find us on social media, M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter, podcast, MOV podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your view. Yes. Bye. Bye. That, that kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends, here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Or not.
Listener, it's that time of year again. March 1st through 5th, it's time for the 4th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Over 40 comics, 25 shows, 5 days, all here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street. 25 shows, 5 days, amazing comics from all over the United States here in San Francisco to entertain you with 25 differently themed shows hosted by local San Francisco comedians bringing you comedians from all over the United States here. Everything will be live, live streaming and podcast post. Get your tickets, $10 a show, 25 shows, a million laughs. It's the fourth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival brought to you by Benders, Counter Offer and Subliminal SF. Tonight, featuring the finest in Bay Area comedy and uh, some other guy. It should go pretty well. I'm going to give you all seven minutes. Yeah, because we can all get to know each other. Thank you for paying attention to each other and not walking out or pissing during each other's sets, you know. I know, I love the, the architecture here. It works out really well. I mean, Pam always like, you know, does anybody have a problem if we pressure you into smoking weed here? You can step outside if you have an issue. It won't be uncool or anything. No, it's okay. Um, do your thing. It's fine. Just because I'm addicted to weed doesn't mean you have a problem. That's cool. Okay, so we'll go seven minutes with our list of nine, and uh, I'm going to play a game with you all at the end where I'll call you up on stage and give you three random styles of comedy, and you got to do a joke in each one. It'll be interesting, to say the least. Um, let's see. Can we get a mic check real quick? Roman, do you mind helping out? Oh yeah, show us how it's done. Of course, you have to to you know talk into the thing too, not just masturbate. Yeah, if I was okay, it is number four then. All right, we are ready to go. Thank you, sir. Oh, oh baby, I love it when you run the mic up and down the stand. Oh, just brings a man to fantasy your first comedian tonight uh i think i know him from east bay comedy i believe please give it up for mike evans jr from east bay comedy that's that's how white people say there's a black man coming on stage Hey, Pleasanton's in the East Bay, too. Oh, yeah, you're right. right. That's that's where I steal cars. Um, So I uh, I just turned 24 years old, which means absolutely nothing. Uh, People start telling you that just sad shit starts happening after 21. Like, every time I ask my dad for advice, he always breaks my heart a little bit. I'm like, hey, dad, you know, I I don't know about me and my girlfriend. And he's like, yeah, you know, sometimes I don't know about your mom. 
I'm like, thanks, thanks, Dad. Somehow <laughs> made me feel better. Um, I'm at that age now, though, where like I start to feel like, like when is it too old to buy your parents just cards for Christmas and their birthdays? Like when do you have to get them like real gifts, right? Because I never feel like I have a real job yet, so I don't feel like, you know, I can get them more special things, right? I don't know, it's just a question, not really a joke. I'm just trying to figure that one out. Um, I got my dad a, a Prince guitar strap. He really likes Prince, plays guitar. It's just, uh, I feel like it was a better gift. It was like 34 bucks. I keep getting pajamas though. I'm getting a little fucking upset about it. You know, give me some gas money or pay my rent. It's more of a realistic.